Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. What's up, everybody? Happy and merry divisional round Saturday in the NFL playoffs to you and yours. It is You Better You Bet's countdown to kickoff. Nick Costos, Ken Barkley, and you here with us on the BetQL Network, where every game is Game 7, including the NFL playoffs, you know, because it's a single elimination. And you get no hot take BS on this show. We bring you the bets, and we bring you the sports. Coming to you live today, Odyssey app from the BetQL app, radio stations nationwide. We are on YouTube, youtube.com backslash Odyssey Sports, and on Twitch at twitch.tv backslash BetQL, as Ken and I bring you the wagertainment. We're talking all things sports betting. Proudly presented today and always by the king of sportsbooks, the great people over at BetMGM. Download the BetMGM app and visit BetMGM.com. All right, you know how we do here on You Better You Bet's Countdown to Kickoff. And if you don't, I'm about about to tell you. We're going to bring you line movement and analysis for all four games coming up this weekend to try and... uh, give you the best opportunity to make the best bets on all of these games. So line movement and analysis coming up shortly here for all four games, divisional weekend in the National Football League. With only eight teams left, we will hit the Super Bowl MVP market coming up later this hour. Is Christian McCaffrey a good bet to be the Super Bowl MVP? How about Patrick Mahomes if the Kansas City Chiefs can get to Super Bowl 58? We will talk about that and more Super Bowl MVP coming up later this hour on the show. In the second hour of the program, we're going to play out the rest of our playoff brackets and find out what we would want to bet on Championship Sunday next week and potentially in the Super Bowl if we get the matchups we think we're going to get. Kind of like what... what what do we want to bet? What are we trying to get ahead of here when the uh, when the prices come out for Championship Sunday, tomorrow night on Sunday night of Divisional Sunday? So we will play out the rest of our brackets to try and figure out the bets that we'll want to make moving forward. Thy Royal Prop King will stop by in the final segment with Thou Royal Prop Bets for both of today's games. Of course, the Texans and the Ravens from Baltimore, the Packers and the 49ers from the Bay Area, and then we'll give you best bets side and total for both games today. We are locked and loaded here. It is the best sports weekend of the year. Divisional weekend in the National Football League. We are pumped to be here. Even though it's very early and very cold, we are still pumped to be here to talk about all the games. Me, Nick Costos, my guy, Ken Barkley. Ken, how's it going? Good, yeah. Obviously really excited for the games today, uh, starting later this afternoon with uh, with the Texans and Ravens. I just wanted to start by kind of like drawing a parallel between Something we saw last night, uh, so greatest sports weekend of the year. The NBA last night was actually really interesting. So drawing a parallel between something we saw in, in a game last night 
and maybe like how we should think about the games today or what we can expect or why we shouldn't be surprised when certain things happen. Um, so did, I, I think we talked about this a little before there. Did you actually watch the Nuggets Celtics game last night? Denver, Boston, two of the best teams in the league, obviously. I, I did not watch it from start to finish, but I watched the end of the game and was unsurprised right. by the result at the end. Right. So for pe uh, people who didn't see the game, I was it's Friday night. Hopefully you were doing something better with your time, but I, I was like obsessed with this game and really wanted to watch it. Uh, so we we also went off the air at seven yeah. o'clock on Friday night and we're back That's on the air true. at 8 a.m. this morning. So it's show true. ends like, what are you going to do? Like go out for a <laughs> night on the town? Like we got to be back this morning. So let's fire yeah, the up the old the, TV, watch some sports and the, then go to bed. Uh, the after hours clubs in Connecticut. Yeah, I was just going to hit those up at like three in the morning. It was going to be great. Or I have two kids. Um, so I, I watched the game start to finish. Uh, for people who don't know, these are the two favorites in the futures market to win the NBA title, right? We'll talk about Super Bowl markets and Super Bowl MVP later. So these are the two favorites. And the Celtics have been the favorite to win the title the entire season. And they were uh, the favorite to win the title for a large part of last season. So they are constantly... The market constantly has them priced as though they are the most likely team to win. And that's really easy to understand to a certain extent. They win the most games. They win the most regular season games. In terms of regular season basketball, they're the, they're the best, and it's not even close uh, the last few years. If you want to go like since like since Durant left the Warriors would probably be a good like my kind of like marker, they've definitely won the most regular season games by far. They're frequently the ones in the playoffs. So you watch last night's game, and, and they're off to a great start this year, too. Celtics won a lot of games this year. They have the best record in the league. So they play First last night's game First home loss of the Denver. season last night. First home loss right. of the year. So they, they play Denver last night, and it it's a playoff game. Both teams are completely fully healthy, which never happens in the NBA in a game like this. And both teams are rested coming into the game. So you felt like you were actually going to get a playoff game, and that's what you got in the fourth quarter. It's one possession game you know, throughout. And the Celtics, this team that's like the favorite to win everything every time, and they win the most – they there was just a stark difference between regular season basketball and playoff basketball and it comes across when you watch the game last night celtics had one field goal in the final five minutes of the fourth quarter last night uh their coach did not make a lot of particularly strong decisions in terms of the plays that he drew up or what he wanted to run prompting espn analyst kendrick perkins to say after the game if you took joe Missoula, the coach of the celtics if you took his brain and put it in a bird's body the bird would fly backwards that's the quote from last night. <laughs> I mean, just like that's it's an <laughs> just, so. So again, you better you been legend Kendrick Perkins yes, who used to join Kendrick us on Perkins the show used to come back on in 2019. Us. Yeah, you know, every week before he before he became a really big deal, he was on with us all the time. And he, like a great dude. And so when he says that, it's like okay, so you know we're evaluating this playoff game last night and how it's different from a regular season game. And you're sort of asking two questions as you're watching the game: who's the like who is your best player? And in some cases, who is your coach? And sometimes the answer to those questions is more important than how many games you win in the regular season or that the market thinks you're the most likely team to win. And I think we saw that last night. I think Nick and I both feel like we don't think the Celtics are really ever going to win an NBA title comprised like this. We felt that way before last night's game. Well, we felt not that if way Derek White's your best player. Not if Derek White's he's the best the, player on the team. They're not. <laughs> Definitely the best player on the team, by the way. And it's like it's like a tie after that with like a lot of players because they're really good, but it's not Jason Tatum. And uh, and so, you know, I think last night was kind of like this really interesting regular season, but really a playoff game. And you just see how different things are uh, when kind of like the script flips and it becomes a different style game. Okay, if we, if we spin that forward to today and tomorrow, like these two games today are really, really interesting through that prism. These are two of like the 20 best regular season teams ever. 
by a lot of measurement in terms of how they play the regular season. The Ravens and the 49ers, who obviously played each other this year too. Like DVOA is a really popular team rating metric. These are like two of the best ever in terms of how they rate out in that. But that's the regular season. And they haven't played a playoff game yet. And like, all right, who is their best player? Who's their quarterback? Okay, Lamar Jackson's going to win a second MVP award. Also hasn't been great in the playoffs the two times that we've seen him, the two different seasons, including when he won his first MVP award. And they lost to the Titans in this exact situation. So he can be great today, but it's kind of the same. All right, now we're in the playoffs. Like, can it be much different? Playing a quarterback that looked really good last week and then in the night game. Brock Purdy, by all measurement, was the best passer this year. Lamar won MVP because they beat the Niners. But Brock Purdy was number one in basically everything, every advanced metric. He was the best and was going to win MVP probably until he lost to Baltimore. He's also played one playoff game, and in the second one, he got hurt by Hassan Reddick and didn't finish the game. So, like, are we confident? Like, what are what are these guys in the playoffs? Like, we saw what the Celtics were in the playoffs last night. Are we going to feel that, like, tomorrow morning? Are we going to be like, man, Lamar in the playoffs again? Or, like, Brock Purdy in the playoffs? Like, we didn't know what this was going to be. Like, it's part of what makes the two games today, I think, really interesting. Yeah, and like Purdy played like decently against uh, Seattle in the first wild card in the wild card playoff game last year. Also, like Geno put the ball. Seattle was winning that game at halftime against San Francisco, and then like Dak and Mike McCarthy did what Dak and Mike McCarthy do. They only scored twelve points in that divisional round loss against the Niners, and then we didn't get to see Purdy obviously in the NFC Championship game. Got hurt, as Ken just told you very early in that contest. We'll uh, we'll spin this to it moved in a second here. Last note on the NBA though, only because we do this a lot on the show. Um, Nikola Jokic was sensational last night. Had uh, Him and Murray, by the way, combining for a very nice 69 points in Denver's 102-100 win on the road in Boston. Celtics' first home loss of the year. Also, Joel Embiid dropped another 36 points as the Sixers go on the road and beat the Orlando Magic. Obviously not as impressive a win. And if you're out there listening saying, why the hell are they talking about the Sixers and the Magic on this NFL playoff show? Can give us like 30 seconds here for the audience that maybe like are newer members of the audience. Just on your thought on NBA most valuable player as it stands right now. Maybe still a good betting opportunity. Jokic a slight favorite favorite in the betting market at our show sponsor, BetMGM, and then we'll get to the playoff games for today. Well, yeah, but it doesn't, again, like just, just like in the first few minutes of the show, though, it doesn't have to be like a totally separate conference. Like there's so many parallels, especially with the NBA and the NFL, there's so many parallels between the two sports and how they work in the regular season and how they work in the postseason and the differences that can exist in those two things. So yeah, like the MVP market right now, like Jokic and Embiid are definitely the two most likely players to win. And the market has that right. Um, I would say Embiid is more likely to win just in terms of how he is viewed. And the fact that like Jokic's window to win MVPs seems to be kind of shutting. Voters like to always move on to the next thing. It's very rare to win your MVPs, not win like for a season and then come back and win again. Like I'm back. Like it's the, it's the Renaissance. Like the only players that have had a Renaissance are like Jordan and LeBron. They're the other players that have come back and won like again, Checks after out. kind of an absence. Right. Exactly. And, and to be fair, like Jokic might go down as one of those kind of players, even though I know maybe that sounds silly to people. It's definitely sounded silly last year before he won his first title, but I think they're going to win again this year. Uh, so maybe he ends up being that kind of player, but yeah, I mean, I, I think Embiid is more likely to win just how the voting tends to work and how stuff tends to work. So, but just even again, draw the parallel with the NFL, like, all right, like who's your best player? Yes. You can have a Nick Foles like miracle. And to be fair, the Eagles were the one seed the year that Nick Foles led them to the Super Bowl. Carson Wentz gets hurt late in the season. Like the Eagles were still a very good team. It's just, you know, that doesn't really fit into kind of like the comparison that I'm going to draw. Like in the NBA, like your best player has to be Jokic good in order to win. There's basically no historical example for your best player being anything but that kind of a guy. 
and you win. So to me, like the two most likely teams to win in the NBA this year are the Nuggets, and then the second most likely team would be the Sixers because they have those two guys, and those two guys are much better than anything else anybody else is rolling out. And you could do the same thing with the NFL. Like the last five quarterbacks to win the Super Bowl are Mahomes, Stafford, Brady, Mahomes, Brady. <laughs> like it just this isn't. It's not a mystery how this stuff tends to work. And yeah, you can get your Nick Foles. Also, after that, the next three are Brady, Manning, and Brady. They're just like, you know, kind of want to have one of those guys. And it doesn't mean, you know, that it has to be Patrick Mahomes, who seems to win every single time. Josh Allen's a really, really, really good quarterback. He just hasn't won one yet. But just like, this is what you're looking like. Who's your best? And kind of who's your coach? And who's the other guy's best? And in the playoffs, that tends to matter a lot more than, you know, how good of a regular season team you are. And like for every Jeff Hostetler for the Giants in Super Bowl 25, Brad Johnson for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Trent Dilfer for the Baltimore Ravens, you've got the Mannings and the Bradys and the Mahomes of the world. Also, a uh, lot of Hall of Famers on all those defenses. Uh, so we'll, we'll see well, how Especially the ones you mentioned. Shit. I mean, it's just, you know, like, yeah, here's Brad Johnson. Also, here's seven Hall of Fame players on defense. And just, you know, like that's what well, it like, takes, right? Absolutely. Like if you've got a quarterback that's no disrespect to these guys, they've got Super Bowl rings. Also, the also the the, def, the defenses were stacked. Also, the two thousand Ravens like still scares people. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and the nineteen ninety Giants. Here's here's Lawrence Taylor rushing the passer. And oh, by right. the way, the defensive coordinator uh, of that team is a guy you might have heard of. His name's uh, Bill Belichick, and he might be the next head coach of the Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> we we will see. All right, you better you bet here with Nick and Ken. Countdown to kickoff. Uh, time to get into all the games, all the analysis, the injury updates, the weather updates. I think we'll only have to do that for one game, and it'll be the first game. And we will start that game now, and we'll carry it over into the next segment with this edition, David Dykstra, of It Moved. I think it moved. I think it moved. I think it moved. It moved. It's different. Divisional round Saturday in the National Football League. Ken, let's begin our line movement sojourn for divisional weekend with the Ravens and the Texans. You know, in Baltimore. Uh, where do we stand right now, Ken? Side in total with the Ravens and the Texans. And give us a weather update if you'd be so kind. And I'll give us a quick injury information here. Mark Andrews not going to play today for the Ravens despite practicing a couple times this week. If the Ravens win today, Andrews is, ex is expected back for Championship Sunday next week. The Ravens will also be without top cornerback Marlon Humphrey in this game. Humphrey ruled out. I'll just, uh, yeah, we'll do... Line movement and weather, and then we can do more analysis on the game or like why it's interesting after the break. Uh, the Ravens have been a nine and a half point favorite in this game basically the entire week. So Ravens nine and a half would remind people who are like, wow, that seems like a big number. Ravens had the week off. That is typically, I think it's being under, but like kind of not put in enough into the two games taking place today. But the team that gets the week off will usually get a little bit of a bump in the market. So Ravens nine and a half at home and the total's 43 and a half. These have not changed basically for five days. So it's the same market we've been betting into Thursday, Friday, uh, and then this morning on Saturday. And just an update on the weather. We 
thought maybe we'd have some wind, maybe some rain during the game. I think this is a big nothing. I think it's like absolutely like 13 mile per hour. What this is what we're talking about. And you can tell it's a nothing, honestly, because it's Saturday morning and the under is not getting bet at all. So I think the weather is like not a factor big time in the game. Maybe we'll see the over get bet as we approach kickoff coming up this afternoon with the Ravens and the Texans. We'll give you more line movement analysis of Baltimore and Houston on the other side, plus San Francisco Green Bay and the two games coming up tomorrow here on Countdown to Kickoff. You're listening to You Better You Bet Countdown to Kickoff on Divisional Weekend on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM.